Dwarven Moss presents a Dungeons and Dragons actual play of The Curse of Straw. <laughs> Calibrate. Yes. Does anyone yes. want to? Uh, so you guys, you snuck around this abbey. Snuck around this the abbey. abbey of Saint Markovia, and you guys made it up. Do a good. hook onto the wall. Like how you got over there originally? Sure. That's yeah. right. That's right. Because right. it also ended with a hook. Right. Yeah, that's right. You threw your hook over the wall of this huge hill. It's nighttime. It's moonlit. It's snowy at the same time. You entered a garden where you saw these scarecrows. A little crow is standing there when the wind is hitting his face as he's chilled. Did you grow? The ravens are flying around. Yes. How fare you? I'm okay. I just got a little scratched up. Good. Yeah, so we can catch up to speed. Are you guys, the seven whites came to life and attacked you guys. Uh, no problem for you guys and your team at all. And we can take it off exactly where we left off. Let's uh, do this a little bit. So Wendell, you throw your grappling hook up to the second story, smashes the window. You're able to get a hold of a piece of the windowsill and give it a few tugs to make sure it's secure. And as you make your way up to the top, you peek your head over, and you see this Vistani woman with long, curly black hair and Vistani clothing, but it's not as bright as one would expect. It's almost like she's wearing something a little muted. And she has a bow cocked and aimed right at your face. So it's just my my face kind of sticking up? Mm-hmm. And she's, she was... She looks at you and she says, Give me one good reason why I shouldn't take your head off, old man. Take it easy there. Who are you? This is uh, Wendell you have the pleasure of speaking with. That's uh, quite the entrance you have. Well, it's quite the world we're living in, isn't it? I suppose so. That's my friend out there, and he's uh, he's cool. How many of you? Oh, it's just me and my friend Born. We're just trying to get home, and uh, well, save as many lives as we can along the way. But that might mean taking some lives. I'm a man on a mission. What are you doing? Little crow. One second, go? Born. I got an arrow pointed at my face. Keep it down, both of you. Keep yes, it down. Yeah, keep it, keep it down. You don't want to wake up the abbot. Uh, the abbot. Yes, 
he took over after the Abbey of St. Markovia. Or he took over after St. Markovia. Right. He runs this place. Well, we don't really have anything to do with this place. Uh, we came here to... Uh, well, I'm going to just tell you, and then we can take it from there. Okay? This is this is an honest man coming to you. Go ahead. We're, we're here for the sword, and then we're going to go take care of Strahd. Sword? What sword? The Sword of Sunlight. Hmm. I may have read about that. Sword of Sunlight. Can you put uh, that what? bow down, please? I'm in the middle of telling you a story. Come up here. All right. I, she and lowers I, her I, bow down. I look over at uh, Bourne and I give him like a, a wave, like just trust me and chill sort of look. And I hop on into the room and I put my hands up. And I look as unassuming as possible. Look, I'm not here uh, to hurt you. I'm here to get what I need to get myself and my friend out of danger. We're what you call the good guys. What do you know about Strahd? I know that he's uh, running this place into the ground. He's terrorizing folk who live here. That's one way to put it. I'm not a big fan myself. I came here, uh, well, for many reasons, but I've come here to um, to take care of Strahd as well. What's your name? My name's Esmeralda Davenir. And you? I'm Wendell. Wendell Olren. That out there is my friend Born Hardanus. And let me tell you what, Hardanus he is. Listen, if we're after the same thing, Maybe we could work together. She's pacing back and forth. Don't think that I've trusted you so easily either. Born and I have fought off a lot more than of a Stanley women as, as Look, uh, adept as yourself. Okay, so she walks back. She shuts these doors to the library. In the corner, you can see a desk that she was reading at. It has a lantern lit. She looks over to you. She goes, you guys must come up here tonight. I I don't know what you're doing down there in the gardens. Well, will those whites be back if we stay the night? It's hard to say. Why don't we go and check out... Uh, there are scarecrows out there, and we have reason to believe that that might be where we can find a big major clue as to where to get Strahd. Uh, okay. Esmeralda, are you... We've been crossed by Vistani before. I Now, I'm I, a reasonable fella, but my partner out there, and we take a look down at Boren. It appears her head over. And Boren's just kind of looking up like, us, like a... Like no, a Boren's just kind of... You see her. He's backed up. He's, he's more closer to the... Uh, the scarecrows, the outhouse again, or the greenhouse again, just looking up at the window. What are they doing up there? You see this curly-haired silhouette peeking down upon you. And I continue. See my friend out there. He's a real hard anus for real. And if uh, 
anyone else crosses us, I'm thinking he's going to hit the crazy end of a shit stick faster than you can fart on a June bug. (laughs) (laughs) Porter's out there going, what the hell is going on up there? Okay, okay. He's looking down at the scarecrows, too, by his side. So we want to go check out the the scarecrows. I'm going to go with my friend. I I suggest you come with us. Tell us what you know. Help us out. Okay, okay. Lead the way. And and Wendell just jumps out the window. Like, hands are first like he's diving. Whoa. (laughs) And he's going to attempt to dive and roll landing. acrobatic. You're on the second floor. Oh, my God. Go for it. You can roll for it. You're 20 feet up. These are big, big What am I, ro- what am I rolling? Uh, acrobatics. What do you want? Acrobatics to... or performance? Performance? I guess well, acrobatics thing, both right? could apply, but I think, uh, well, performance is charisma. That's what you're going for. You can sell it as a, as a performance, I suppose, because you're trying to show her something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's giving me the sort of gusto I need to pull it off. Okay. Got a DC. I Ready to do a roll. Plus five <laughs> is a nine. Nine, okay. And as you Plus. dive out the window, you just go out flat, almost parallel to the ground, fully extended, like the moonlight. Everyone's looking up at you like, this is amazing. <laughs> Little crow and everything. Born is like, oh my god, I can't believe this. What the? And you smash right on the ground with your body splayed out like Superman. Belly flop. Yeah, you belly flop the garden. <laughs> what? The? Oof. <laughs> Seven points of damage. And so. at least 20 points of embarrassment. Oh. No, that's so what? <laughs> that's awesome, though. I didn't. I didn't somersault enough, and I. What the hell are you talking about? Badly winded right now. Did she do this? Did she catch my window? No, no, no. She's cool. No, Boren, wait. What? Are you you okay? And she shimmies down the rope. She slides down it like a fireman. And Boren gets his axe ready. Did you do this to him? And and, uh, Wendell can't catch his breath. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I. No, I did not do this. He did this by his own choice. She should probably have to roll to, like, persuade him or. I wonder how to contest that. Against my insight? insight? Yeah, let's do that. She makes a persuasion check on... Okay. Well, she got a 17. Actually, no, you know what? You're absolutely right. This is something... This is very Wendell Orin. Uh, and I get up. Get up. Oh, you didn't sorry. I, that could have been bad. A few moments there, I couldn't catch my breath to say a word. You know what? I'm not even going to lay on hands you for that. That's on you. Uh, well, I, I just try to... Madame, uh, pleasure <clears throat> to make your acquaintance. My name is Admiral Paladin Borin Hardin. It's from Bright Axe Hall. We are here for the Sword of Sunlight. I told her and Perhaps caught her up on everything, Borin. Look, I can, I can... I don't know anything about this sword. Really? You were I've, told it was here. Perhaps you know a Madame Eva. You are a Vastani, are you not? Her, she looks like... She goes pale. She's like, oh, my God. You know of this name, girl. Of course. Have you met Madam Eva? Oh, we've more than just met her. She has prophesied our journey to the rest of this land. She might have prophesied you yourself. Why are you in this tower here? In what way? 
<sighs> it's going to take a long time for that story, but... Uh... As Wendell's listening to this, he's approaching the Scarecrows. The one that he never approached the first time around, the grinning one. Great. Borden's still that in conversation. That was the one that, they, they, that it was said to go to in the prophecy? I can't remember. I think it said not to look to that one. Right. And you poked them all, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. All but that one. Gotcha. In fact, I don't, I'm going to just, not recklessly, but I'm just going to turn it over the place. <laughs> all right. So, you, so Wendell starts cutting up the stomachs of these scarecrows. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking out the, the, what they're standing on. I'm looking in that. I'm taking out my axe. I'm chopping at stuff. Across, decimating one. And as, he, as you get to the one that's frowning, you cut through the stomach and all the straw comes out. And as you go to kind of rip out the cross that was holding it up, you grab something that feels like metal. Clear a few things away. And all of a sudden, this bright light is shining. Oh! Moradin's beard! Everybody stops talking and looks towards your way as, as these beams of light are flying from the scarecrow. My word. So Boran dashes to it and covers it with a shield so he can cover the light coming out of it. So yep. nobody else sees it. That's it. My word. I read that riddle all wrong. <laughs> It was rat part of the scarecrow the I whole time. My word. When I apologize, we could have just flown, thinking, 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 over, just flown over, picked it up, and got the hill over flown the over to Strahd and right. just like Esmeralda. I apologize. Yeah. Yes. You. Let's let's make a long story short then, shall we? Sure. You must be the missing Vistana woman, searching for the one true person who can teach her. A lost guide. We were told about you. Madam Eva prophesized you in the cards. Am I getting this right? Am I right? She's this looking one? back. Oh, that has to be her. She's thinking Look at her, how we've come together. Well, now that you mention it, I am looking for someone. <gasps> I am the protege of uh, Van Richten. Have you heard of this man? Van Richten. Van we Richten. Yeah, we were at we his, found tower. his tower. You're at my. Ta- you're at his tower. What did, what, did you just say? My tower? Or was that just a real slip? Which tower were you at? A tower that we fell for a trap in, that's for sure. Just down the road, by a pond. Did you see a wagon there? That is my wagon. Not anymore, it's not. What do you mean? I'm going to roll an insight on her. I'm rolling like shit today, Born. Hey. Uh, you're not able to tell if she's telling the truth or not? What happened to my wagon? Tell me right now. Well, I uh, triggered it and it exploded. It oh exploded, yeah. I had so much valuables in there. Uh, I apologize. That is all my stuff. I, all my stuff is on me right now and I had a lot of so I had a lot of valuables on me and you tried to blow me up, so it's not you per se. I'm trying to have people not thieve through my wagon. Hey, well, we hadn't had the best experience with your people. We so also we have to apologize for our actions, but we've been traveling through this land looking for specific things. You are one of those specific things. And yes, we pass by this von Richting's tower. You know, we also found a head in a chest. 
head. Yeah. yeah Born, who, whose head was that again? I can't remember his name. Look, I know about the head. I was staying there four days ago. I did not remove this head, but you found the Vistana head. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So what's the deal with that? Our friend here, Little Crow. Perhaps you know each other from the same tribe. Yeah, Little Crow. Or a Bedouin village. Does this woman look familiar to you? Can't say she does. Uh, Esmeralda, uh, does he look familiar to you? She shakes her head. We are on a mission. Obviously, that mission involves two things that we've just now found. A sword of sunlight and the missing woman looking for her guardian. I believe we have fulfilled our destiny, Winder. What's this Van Richten do? You idiot! You read his whole journal! He is a vampire hunter. All right. You took like his journal. Us. Hey, we found it underneath his bed. Him? Oh, of he course. He was not there. Right. We will help you find <laughs> this man. If you will help us destroy Strahd. Look, let's come up. Let's go to the library. We shouldn't be talking here like this. If the abbot were to find us, it might be the end of us. Okay. Born, grab the sword. I, born, sort of slowly uncovers the rest of the straw around the sword, making sure that the shield is covering it so it doesn't radiate all this. Does it have a sheath brush or anything that I could... As you're digging around, you, you are able to find that the, the cross of the arms, yeah. the parallel cross, the horizontal cross, is actually the sheath of the sword. Oh, cool. So Boren takes it then, he cover, uncovers it and goes and puts it in the sheath. And he keeps it kind of tucked away in a shield. He can kind of put Very it in nice. his... Nice. You can feel the power of it all. Because he still has the amulet there as well, hooked in. Remember, he, his shield has those little hooks and gadgets. He's like a, a holy knight of... Born, you're like a holy MacGyver knight of uh, of of blessed contraptions, ra- radiating. Yes, keep going. Uh, that's the it. holy, yes, virtuous. That's it. that's a good one. Man of yes. faith and valor, valor and yes. virtue. Thank you, friend. Well, you let's... know you could have saved a trip if you didn't belly flop out that window. We've got to go back up now. And then, and then Wendell looks at Esmeralda. At least I didn't cut a head off a horse. And he walks by her. <laughs> <laughs> he walks, what? And are, what do, do you, you start going up after you yeah. say that? Like, yeah. you have to leave um, the scene? Yeah. yeah. She doesn't know if you're serious and or not. She looks at me, and then I'm like, I, I jumped ahead of all. It's a whole thing. After you, madame. Yeah. crawl up through the smashed window, pull your rope up. You can see the crows circling the building. Awesome. In the moonlight. And Esmeralda turns to you guys and says, I've been here doing as much research as I can. 
learning as much as I can about Strahd, Barovia, the history here. Most of the books uh, in this library, well, the magical ones, were all taken long ago. They were taken from Strahd when he killed St. Markovia. Please excuse me for saying, but you don't feel like the rest of your people. You seem genuinely interested in getting rid of this villain. Well, I could tell you a little story. Please. When I was a little girl, my family kidnapped Van Richten's son. We were told to do so and to give him away to a vampire. That's we were right. paid to do so. Eventually, he tracked down my family. And instead of killing us, he just made my parents tell him where his child went. Right. I thought this was very interesting. And I thought, looked down against my parents. Anyways, uh, we kind of split the ways eventually. A couple years had passed. I ran away from home. And I found Van Richten. I tracked him down. And he, uh... He couldn't believe he was seeing me. I asked him, What happened? Did you ever find your son? He told me, Yes, I did, but... He had to kill him. Yes. How do you know that? We read it in his journal in the tower. Oh. It was a... Yeah, his son, Erasmus, uh, he had to kill his own son. Unfortunately, Erasmus, according to the journal, had turned into a vampire himself. That's right. And your master had to kill his own son. That's right, he was turned. He was also given powers by a wraith, or a leech king. Lich. Leech. Lich. You corrected me last time that it was Lich Did when I? I was saying Leech. Oh, you're right. I By was, a Lich King. Sorry, how you doing? Yeah, I, I was the one reading it, but go on. This was in his journal? A Lich? Hey, Lich, yeah. Oh. I'm sorry, I've just... I've never heard that part before. Apparently it gave him powers. Powers enough to control an army of the dead. So he could face his son. Sounds a lot like uh, interesting. Well, what Strahd possesses. Well, anyways, Ben uh, Richten took me under his wing and uh, trained me. I am his protege. Trained me. We hunted down that vampire and we killed him together. We spent lots of time together, but at the end of the day, he could never fully trust a Vestana. And uh, we kind of parted before things got unfriendly. I'm looking for him today because I know that he has come to kill the most powerful vampire. He's come for Strahd, and so have I. And so have we. Unfortunately, we have stumbled into this quest. We did not come here to kill Strahd. We were roped in by the Vestani people themselves. 
Perhaps you know a man by the name of Stanomir. Stanomir? I think I do, actually, yes. Unfortunately, he is no longer with us. Uh, not unfortunately, that guy sucked. What so happened to him? What happened Fortunately. What happened to him? We killed him because he crossed us. Ratborn. That's great. I like your guys' attitude. A lot of confidence. And um, you don't see too many hobbits around here, Warren. Watch your mouth. You know, this woman gave you quite the chance at that window. She could have shoved that arrow right through your eye. And then you belly flopped and humiliated yourself. Bullshit. I could have taken her. Really? Hanging out the window? There was no danger. She's an ally. This is one thing the general needs to learn. Like I said before, the enemy of our enemy is our friend. She is on the same path that we are, and so is this Van Richten. Where was the last whereabouts that you know where you left him? I trained with uh, Van Richten for years. Right. But eventually we decided to break it off before things got too unfriendly. He was never able to fully trust a Vistana. That makes two of us. I don't know where he is at all. I just know he's in Barovia, and I found information, and I was able to find his tower. I was hoping he'd be there. Well, perhaps luck shines more upon us today. The idea, Miss Esmeralda, is to take these items that were prophesied to us by Madame Eva and make our way to Castle Cravenloft and approach the Strahd and end his curse on this land. It will be a long journey, but if we take the old village road... I concur. Let's just head over there right now. We'd be able to take this fight to him. Let's end this. Come on, Esmeralda, we all have... We all know what the fight is. I like your attitude, but I'm not just here to read books. I have learned that Strahd will be coming here in the next few days, according to the abbot. What? And Wendell whips over and looks at Bourne. And Bourne. Like, like, Wendell's thinking strategically so fucking hard. And he's, like, this is music to his ears. Well, that seems to be the most beautiful coincidence, does it not? Perhaps this is exactly what we were looking for. Yeah. Perhaps this is written. Indeed. Now, it's getting late. She goes, Close up the lantern. Come to my room. There's a couple of uh, animal pills. You can stay there for the night. Ah, thank let's, you. Let's talk about the rest of this. Oi. You too, little crow. Come. Wendell's just loving the warmth of this place because he was cold out there. He's, he was just in the, uh, just lost in the right. fog. Mm. Yeah, you guys the, have found a place to... It was frosty out there, wasn't rest. it? Rest. Didn't it, really it was. snow? It snowed. Oh, yeah, man, it was snowing. Yeah. It was crazy when it snowed, Born. Hey, beautiful snow. <laughs> beautiful snow. <laughs> Borden sits down cross-legged on the animal skin and he takes off his helmet. 
So tell us, why are you here? I was not expecting to find you here. I told you why I was here for multiple reasons. <laughs> that, that's sorry. You know what? Forget I like, asked. Like five Born. minutes ago. I'm super high. Born. I just spent like 30 minutes telling... Born sits down. <laughs> Born sits down cross-legged. <laughs> well, like, we just did that. Born. Born, we just did that. Born. Born. Born sits by the fire. He takes off his helmet. And he takes off his gloves and he stretches his fingers. And he's looking at uh, the sword of sunlight. Doesn't want to take it out. Is it, he kind of tiny bit? Whoa. No, he tiny bit takes what about it. What the light in? peeks Whoa. out at you? Okay, he's Wendell's just back. Wendell's just kind of like sitting like at the edge of a bed, like about fifteen feet away, just watching. Born's just tired a, and watching. Born's ins- inspecting the the handle the hilt and the hilt, and red, the, the scabbard, it's covered in rubies. The handle, even the metal, it looks like a, like some sort of in-between of, who knows, rose gold and regular gold. I want to roll. It's got a bronziness to it. It's almost like it's red. Boren knows. Being a, he's a mountain dwarf. He'd see all this stuff before. I want to roll just for, what would I roll? History? Do history and arcana. Plus one. Six. This is beautiful. Wait, that is the sun sword. It's uh, coming to me now. One second. She gets up. She runs. She actually she's gone right now. What do you guys do? What? Yeah. What the? Did she just leave the room? Wendell gets up right away and starts running out just to see where she is. Sees her running. You see her frantically looking through these books. Hey. And she seems to find one. I said, I got it. Come back. Come back. Comes back and she goes, hey, you got to be quiet. Holy smokes. We're going to get both of us killed. (laughs) Wendell's perplexed, looking back and forth really quickly. I found in this book, I know about the sun sword. I knew I read about this before. It's right here. She gives you kind of like a legend. I'm I'm making a moment where this creates uh, just what you know. I love it. Like you're just going, shing, you're tuning to this shit right now. I love it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, you, you pull it out, it looks like what you would imagine like a lightsaber would look like. You can feel it. It's light in your hand. It's a long sword, okay. but it feels light. Born, look what's happening. And it is lighting up everything, making little... Uh, Born, it's lighting everything up. Shadows everywhere. Light is a feather. It's like it was made for me, the balance, isn't it? This my word. Wendell. It's beautiful. Hold this. Yeah, let me see. I see how Wendell takes it and kind of swings it around a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Nice and smooth, well oh. balanced. Feels like nothing uh, with your, in your old body. I try to do a, a, like a flip it. I flip it once and catch it on the handle. Do I have to roll or can I do no, that? No, no, you flip it. I, okay, then I try to do it twice. And then... Turns. All of a sudden, um... Seems like the more it spins, kind of fire starts coming off. Whoa! And, uh, Shh, okay, you can tell that it's. Give me that. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. My word, what are you doing? You're so destructive. Wow. I want to. So you actually have a card for this in your magic book thing, in your magic items cards. 
Oh my word. So I want to give that to you right now. Yes, yes, yes. Because you've yes. read the book, you've done the... Yes! <laughs> Who is this place? <laughs> <laughs> my name is Wendell Hard Olrin. I'm a, a war wizard lockman. <laughs> a war wizard lockman? I'm lock a war malock. A war malock. I'm a toe wizard. All right, so... You guys have analyzed this amazing blade. You're yes. taking it out, it's lighting it up. She's shown us this old book from the library that explains this sun sort of... Right. Wow. You Are leap you through it, and it says that uh, while grasping the hilt, you can use a bonus action to cause a blade of pure radiance to spring into existence or make the blade disappear. While the blade exists, this magic longsword has the finesse property. So, yeah, that's right. Wendell could use it. If you are proficient with short swords or long swords, you are proficient with the sun blade. Are you proficient? Everything. I'm proficient <laughs> You are with proficient everything. with yeah. everything? Man, those hex blades are such good builds. Yeah. Okay, you gain a plus two bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this weapon. So it's a plus two weapon all around. Nice. Which deals radiant damage instead of slashing damage. Very hard to get a resistance to radiant Compared to slashing, awesome. Uh, when you hit an undead with it, so the target takes an additional uh, 1d8 radiant damage. The sword's luminous blade emits bright light in a 15-foot radius with dim light for an additional 15 feet. The light is sunlight. While the blade persists, you can use an action to expand or reduce its radius of bright and dim light by 5 feet each to a maximum of 30 feet each. Or a minimum of 10 feet each. We're going to so be using light as, an, as a weapon. With this thing, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's almost like this burning flashlight. There's thing. no sunlight. It's got a fucking dimmer, it's got a dimmer switch. Yeah. Like in, right. in Barovia. Yeah. This is our sunlight, so we use it like a weapon. Beautiful. Well, I'll just uh, put this card here. I'll take that. Oh, you would, Wendell. This could be the final key. We have all the things we need. We need to know about this abbot you've been telling us about. That's right, the abbot. He's a he's an interesting person. I he seems insane to me. Yeah, we met a lot of those on our travels through this land. I don't trust his uh, decision making. I don't. He's very unpredictable. I've never met him, and I already don't trust him. He's a bad abbot. We've got to drop him like a bad abbot. <laughs> <laughs> what I was saying, I'm relating it to what I did last time. I dropped someone, and he is a bad abbot, so I have to drop like a bad... Uh, I don't understand what's so funny. But how are we supposed to know that the anecdote had to do with you dropping someone named Abbott? What or no, a, an Abbott. That, you know, where I'm from, the shining plains of America, we just call them <laughs> mayors. <laughs> hey, this Abbott. Tell us about his evil ways. He took over for St. Markovia when she was murdered by Strahd. He looks like he hasn't aged. He looks young, but he's been here for centuries. A long time ago, he he came here to heal people. This place was a wonderful place. It was a church. It was a hospital. He took in a bunch of these lepers, the Belvins. 
Yes, he was healing people. We were very happy about it, too. Everyone was coming here. Anyone with any sort of illness. And... I don't know. All of a sudden, his magic stopped working. Ended up making things worse. A lot of the people that live here now. The mongrel folk. It's mostly what's left now. Living here today. These mongrel type people. Short. Disfigured. Alright, Wendell. Let's keep our head about this. We know that our enemy is approaching. What do we need to see him for? To learn. We got the sword. You want to just run into battle willy-nilly? I don't think anyone should know that. I know from speaking to the abbot, he is making something for Strahd that Strahd wants. What? And he'll be picking it up in a few days. What is it? I think we should get some sleep. It's very late. <laughs> you serious? <laughs> Esmeralda? What the... <laughs> Scary. Don't listen to me. Summon Siri. Fuck. Esmeralda. I need my rest. I can't stay up telling ghost stories. Stay up telling stories all night. This isn't ghost stories. This is. Esmeralda, this is uh, kind of important stuff. Every minute counts here. You, like, you, you, we want to kind of maybe chew on this overnight? No, 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 Born, come on, Eistrap. Pouting Born's like... Uh... The abbot, he's making a bride for Strahd. Well, he's Strahd's got to uh, come in and... Irina. Hold on, we don't know that. What do you mean he's making a bride? The abbot, uh, he's the guy that does all these... Performs all these surgeries and miracles here. Right. He's putting together uh, some sort of... A woman for Strahd. Oh, so the abbot, sorry, isn't really a mayor. Or he is a mayor. He's not a mayor. More like a medic. Or like a... Yeah, head of an abbey of monks. It's all monkey. It's all monkey. Hey, oh. What's all monkey? Having? It's like oh, was a lot of monkey? Monk, monk sort of stuff. You know, it's monkey. Like mucky or... Like E, like dash E. As you guys are saying this, Esmeralda's pulling a blanket over herself and going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's a pretty strong signal. Guess we're not getting any more information. <laughs> Good night, Esmeralda. <laughs> I'm going to read. So Boren kind of really sneaks into the library, really quiet, like he takes his armor Ooh. off so he can sneak in. And a dwarf without armor on? You think an elf is quiet? Talk to me when you see a naked dwarf, man. (laughs) You're naked. (laughs) Naked. No, I have this little thong. This dwarven thong, right? And I sneak in and I just paw across the the bookshelves. Boring's just looking for a book. Is there anything in there? Seems to be different sections. Is there anything in particular you're looking for? Oh, yeah. He's looking for just like the history. The history of the land. You know, born like sort of geographical, like physical geography. I see. was one of his top subjects in Dwarven University. Yeah, there's lots of books on Barovia. Okay, so he land. just takes like a, a book that just seems like a general knowledge. Of okay. 
where they are. You need to learn the lay of the land, maybe, so we can he prepare for this. Battle. So, what are you learning? The history about? of Kresk. The history say. of Kresk. So there's a physical layout in the right. topographical maps of Kresk. I see. Okay. Well, what, does he, what does he know in the history of Kresk? More or less, you would get like a you would get a map like that, kind of like the one you have. Okay. There's a all every all of the places like a, are, are well detailed. Okay. They essentially, have to, to another, be detailed. Goes to another part of the library. Yeah. What do you? Okay. Just looking around. Yeah, Wendell, Wendell goes in the library, too, and starts kind of <laughs> just looking around. I love it. You guys are, like, partying, and she's like, I'm going to bed. Yeah, yeah so it, what does Wendell see when he goes in, yeah, into the library? What are the sections of the library? There's a, there's, like, a history section. There's a section on Ravenloft. There's it's, a section. It's, it's a, there's a sign? You can, you can yeah. Yeah, there's, like, a library sign. It's, too. like, a full-on library. Like basically, where what you're does in, it, What does the sign look like? It's wooden with uh, engraving. Oh, so the it's, word. it's actually engraved history. So it's like this is a very, like. Uh, it's a library. There's some languages on there you don't understand. No, I know. I love it. I just wanted to know. I just wanted to know the detail. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like the um, the patients or the people that came here to get healed would often. They built this to be a library. Yeah, it's a real library. Yes. It's supposed to be the finest library outside of Castle Ravenloft. Ooh. It also has quite a extensive library. Uh-huh. But when uh, St. Markovia died, Strahd has come in here and taken, you know, a lot of the magical books and stuff like that. But there's, st- there's still good stuff. I run my hands along some of the books. And then I, um, I take one out. I open it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what does it say? <laughs> <laughs> you can see that it's been, you the new it's been checked library? out. It's been checked out. <laughs> the most interesting thing you can find is a book on uh, on Ravenloft, on, on Castle Ravenloft. Sorry. What was that? That was under history, under R. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, under C. Under castles? Yeah. What other castles do they it's have? in the castle section. <laughs> uh, there's... <laughs> Ar- Argenholst Church. So basically, I was giving you guys an opportunity to say something specific that you were looking for, <laughs> right, totally, and perhaps totally. give you some information on it, reward yeah, you for yeah, going yeah, to the library. Totally. I'm you guys just said, is there anything in Bar- about Barovia? <laughs> this guy's creating a new Dewey Decimal yes, System. Yes, you learned everything about Barovia. I'm like, is there anything you want to see to know? Yeah, I want to. I want to go up to uh, the castle section and. Uh, <laughs> Pull out a book on uh, <laughs> Ravenloft. I want to book a. I see. Oh, the history of Ravenloft. You find a book. You have to find a book with uh, detailed maps, allegedly, from the last time this writer was there. Before we keep swaddling around. You're just wearing a thong, right? I'm just wearing a thong, just a <laughs> half naked dwarf, 99% naked dwarf. And he just kind of goes around to East Hill section, just grabs a bunch of reading material, and then takes them back into the room and sits down on his animal skin rug. What animal skin? Am I is born? All wolf pelts. Oh yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go get kind of next to Born and uh, get a wolf pelt around me. Pull it over your I'm gonna, cloak I'm gonna, of protection. Uh, You're feeling pretty warm. Up a, uh, a pillow? net? No, a, a net that I bunch into a pillow. 
like a conjured yeah. shadowy net. And I just I lay it. my head in this sort of like pulsing black sand. Mm, it molds nicely. And Boren yeah. spends the night just on his belly, sort of kicking his legs up, you know, with his hand just flipping through these books, reading these books, and then he falls asleep. You're awakened by this loud ringing of a bell. It's bell. What was that? Oh. That's the church bell. That means a. Uh, that means it's time to eat. Right. What the fuck? What? Why was I? Wa- hold on. Hold on. Oh, Where did I be? The other. The other monks. I'm sure this is the bell just for breakfast. That's right. And then you can hear rustling outside your door. You hear footsteps go by. Time to eat what? What is it? What is this? Some sort of... What? We're being fed? I don't think we are being fed, but the bell is rung when it's time for the bellwins to eat. For the what to eat? The bellwins. Oh, right. The, uh, the mongrel folk. The mongrel folk. What do they eat? Ooh. I couldn't tell you. I have not uh, joined them in eating. Ugh. But we're in danger? I don't think so. Oh. Will we find this abbot? Where these mongrel folk are? Or shall we speak to him one-on-one? We could, uh, perhaps we could take you to the, through the courtyard. Then you can meet him in the dining hall. He has his own hall. Uh, below us is the madhouse. This is where a lot of the mongrels will be living. Oy. And they're kind of uh, a little too far gone. But the abbot still thinks he can heal them. Right. Well, I guess we better go. She gets up and gets ready. She kind of, she uh, makes her way. She opens the door. She's looking down both sides. Make sure the coast is clear. She says, uh, Guys, I'm not sure what we should say to the abbot. Why? He let me in because of this. She puts her fo- moves her foot over. She lifts it. And you can see that she has this... Looks like a wooden prosthetic lower part of her leg. What is that? It's an old injury. I had someone craft me a prosthetic leg. But it doesn't affect me too much. I am able to do everything the same. The abbot let me in because I was injured. Because I was looking for healing. You might want to say the same thing. We're here to be healed. I guess that's what his little kink is. Born. Why is it always sexual with you anyway? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> My friend is very sexually repressed I'm sorry he's, he's, I'm a 170 year old Half he, out He's never he's got had a girlfriend Big dick I've energy had, for that age eh, I've been with a woman I, With a one woman <laughs> Alright fine You want the truth of it? Please We're in the uh, trust tree right now Yes. Tell us anything <laughs> Alright <laughs> 
I wince at uh, Esmeralda, and then I whisper in Boren's ear, I'm a virgin. You're a virgin? What? 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 He's a virgin? Uh, Oh, my gosh. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, that's okay. That's all right. People take their time. Come on, guys. It's not okay. It's embarrassing. No wonder you're so pent up. You know what, Wendell? What? By the time this is over... I promise you, we will get you fucked proper. Born, no, you're no, no. not going to be doing any making love with me if that's any. I didn't say that. Okay. But you dwarves are a fucking born. weird bunch. down on though. one knee. You're in your thong right By now, By the long born. beard of Moradin. May it shine All heavy right, and true. Tom, get up. What are you we doing? We will find you. Morn, the you look best ridiculous in front of us. You will ever have in your entire life. You look ridiculous, Morn. Come on. <laughs> and then he kisses his axe. Gets up. Come on. You better well, than that. You're in for it now, Zinni. Come on, Morn. You're supposed to be all holy. Esmeralda. <laughs> You have no. a man in your life. Warren, this is very distasteful. You're sp- well, you, you well, got not no- at the moment, no. Oh. I'm, oh. Not in, I'm not looking at the moment. I'm fine by myself. Fair enough. You have to knock on every door. Again, like, it's a, when I say 170, uh, I know that humans, it's like I'm 90. <laughs> <laughs> but I've, I've kept... Like you said. Kept up a good Some fight. people have that kink. It's a big world, Wendell. Okay. There's plenty of The only thing that's kinked... In the shining sea. Is the, is the three-inch foreskin of my half-elven dongus. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's all it is. It's just kinked. <laughs> the ladies <laughs> love that top. It's like a snake puzzle. Oh, yes, <laughs> Oh, man, we've had to hold off straw so because we're the, getting you. The foreskin cuts to the to a side? Yeah, it's Just like it was foreskin. like put through a zipper or something. Oh, oh, ladies like that. A kinky winky, they oh, call it. Dwarven, dwarven euphemisms are absolutely terrifying. Oh, uh, kinky winky. Oh, God, what a way to wake up. <laughs> Born's in Have his... I, uh, Get up, I guess, because I was on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Boren's putting on his armor, and so they're on their way to meet this abbot. You know, Boren's mind frame is that right now. You know, there's a lot of information to handle. He's trying to keep his cool, mm-hmm. but they just went into a city. They just, you know, they're kind of yeah. We should be going. We, we know. I think that we would. I think we should make the smart decision, and our characters would, to um, try to play it almost a disguised. Like let's let's play into the theatrics that obviously this that is happening here. Well, and Esmeralda's saying that we should obviously kind of lie to this guy. Mm-hmm. So I can take it that if we lie to him, because if we tell him the truth, he might not like the truthful reason of why we're here. Mm-hmm. So. We think to ourselves, okay, you know, he's a healer. I'm a healer. But what are what are afflictions that we have that we can... Esmeralda obviously came here and said, hey, my leg is like this. 
He said, oh, you are a weakling or whatever. <laughs> he said, come stay. And she learned from the library. That's his exact voice. How did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, you know, Boren's thinking, okay, and, th- and this guy's coming here. So we don't. So Who's Strahd? Well, this is the information that yeah, we have. That's right. You know, we know that these prophecies told us that we had to search for Strahd where his brother's bones were buried. If you remember that. <clears throat> so maybe his brother's bones are in Kresk. Maybe Sergei's bones are here. But he's coming here because this abbot. All right. Is there, do we know if there's a graveyard here? There's a graveyard. But one thing you do also remember out of one of your books that you're reading last night on Castle Ravenloft is that there is uh, a bunch of tombs there. Right. Yeah, there's a bunch of uh, family members buried there. Right. From the Barov line. Ooh. There's a, there's a catacombs there. Well, we know, catacombs? too, from this card a mausoleum, that something like that. There is... Strahd has some sort of weakness. I remember, I can't remember exactly what the card was, but it was something like you will find him or you will best him where his family bones lie. I might be messing this up, but Maybe I think yeah, that's your idea. Maybe Strahd's coming to visit the grave. But it might not be the best to attack him here. We may not have the high ground here. Because if one of those cards said, find him where his ancestor's bones lay, he might be weaker back where the, the family bones are. That's just a theory I'm positing. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm just trying to follow. I thought that maybe we're saying that the bones might be here. They could be. They could be here. I read, a book. Boren read a book all night that said that there were also tombs and catacombs at Castle Ravenloft. Mm-hmm. So that could be over there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with all this, you know, they're going to meet this guy. They have to kind of lie to him because mm-hmm. also this guy is making a bride. Yeah. And Strahd's going to come in and check the progress and see how things are coming along. Maybe we should um, not make our presence known at all. And we sneak around. Hmm. And we sneak a possibility. to li- just listen in on the abbot and whatever this meeting is. And, hey, you never know. Maybe it's he's right in front of us. We slit his throat. Uh, maybe we just listen in on some information. There's an advantage and disadvantage to that. The advantage is all of what you just said. Disadvantage is I can't do any sneaking. So it might just be all you having to do that. And do you and have... I, and, I, and Wendell gives him a little cheeky look. <laughs> Eyes him up and down. Cheeky deeky. Well, we're not going to be doing any fighting, born. Ay, ay, ay. I was saying maybe, like, uh, sneak around in your under underwear. Oh, I can't do that. That's for lovemaking. Not fighting. <laughs> what? You sneak around <laughs> in your underwear for lovemaking. How do you make love? <laughs> That's not I part of the foreplay you of never the elves. Have. Oh! Sorry, sorry. I still read. 
<laughs> I love my elvish smut novels. <laughs> oh. oh, they're so filthy. Oh, I love it. Written in the finest elven uh, tongues. Oh, you know, mm. some people like that stuff in those books, Wendell. Uh, well, you're not too old. I always kind of wanted to pen one myself. What would be a good pen name for you? Daniel Steele. <laughs> yeah, Daniel Steele. <laughs> I'd like to go by the pen name of Daniel Steele. Ah, that's beautiful. It's got a good ring to it. All right. They're sneaking around. They're going to meet this guy. This guy obviously is in league with Strahd. We're not going to get it. anywhere by talking to them, Born. We don't know that. You know what? No. We do know that. We've been doing things your way by going up and talking to them and trying to be civil enough. I want to do some sneaking around. Fine. It shall be done. You sneak around and report back with the information. But as a trusted general of our newfound army, I'll know that you won't let your impulses Oh, let my general impulse right now take control. <laughs> um, what if, when I'm sneaking around, right. you show up like a, oh, oh, my, my, my dwarven dick fell off and, <laughs> and, I, and I can't p put it back on. Okay. I still have it. If only somebody knew to sew it back up okay. and put a little wooden ball in there. Right. Ooh, that could work. It's just too far-fetched. Everybody knows dwarves have seven testicles. <laughs> Why would we worry about one ball falling out? Warren goes to the window, kind of looks out. Does he see the crows? Mm -hmm. And asks for the crows. All the flies down. Reporting crows. What does the layout of this town look like? Baldo turns through the window of the library turns back into hybrid form. Yeah. And uh, he gives you the laydown of what the area looks like, similar to what Esmeralda said. So with that, what do you two want to do? The Boren. There's a few rooms up here. You have, you know, the, you know what's beneath you. You can see out into the courtyard. There's a statue that stands in the center. So as, as Wendell's sort of just looking out, he's got his foot up, leg up on the windowsill, and he's calmly caressing his beard. It's well rested. Born. I believe that this abbot is in the direct way of our goal. He is an enemy. I don't doubt that. So, if the chances are that any sort of encounter with him becomes hostile. I'd like to be in a good tactical position. Indeed. So just going straight up there and saying hello. I had an idea. Oh. Perhaps implement a little subterfuge. I could slice my hand. Go to him as if I were a victim. Ask for him to heal me. But I don't want his magic. 
So know that at that point, trick him. When he goes to touch me to heal me, I can heal myself with my own lay on hands while you're sneaking around. Whoa. That sounds good. Use a little sneaking around. Uh, Valdo? Yes. What does the uh, Abbott's building look like? It's uh, to the south. It's the opposing tower. Uh, it's, an, it's like a tower. Yeah, just over the courtyard. Okay. Is there, uh, do you see any sort of ways in or windows or? I, I can't see inside there, but there is a pathway through the courtyard. Is it safe? That leads straight to the front door. Is there anything barring the way? Say monsters or these abominations? I could take another look, but yeah, I have seen a few in the courtyard. Okay, well, this is happening to Boren's kind of those extra rooms on that floor, too, mm. you were saying, right? Yeah. Is there anything of interest in there? He goes, there might be something here. Mm. He goes and checks out those rooms. Creek open one, and you can see that it's an operating room. There's a steel table Ooh. and stone. And it looks like there's a bunch of blood stains. And it sounds almost like uh, so you can hear all these old screams. You're not sure if they're real or not. Well, Wendell stands at the door, uh, walks over, stands at the door, looking in, and also looks over. But is there anything of immediate interest that Boren sees in there? That I don't want to go fully in and scrounging around, but is there... Can Doesn't I deduce like anything from just... No. Okay, so I move over to the next room, because you said there were two doors, right? Mm-hmm. And I kind of just just quietly just want to make sure that I don't want to get ourselves blown up again or anything. Just checking the door, making sure I can open it okay. Or do I hear anything on the other side of that door? You creep open the door, and you see one of these Mongol people come up to you, and he's startled. He goes, ah. Who are you? What are you? Sorry. What are you doing here? I apologize. Sorry. Sorry to have disturbed you. Boren closes the door. Oh, my God. What was that? I don't know. What's that? Let's not disturb it. Let's just be on our way. I don't want to make these things angry at us. The door opens again, and you see this head stick out. It's got this uh, wolf's ear. And its head is to the side, peering through a cloak. Oh, my word. Hey, what? My apologies. What are you doing here? Who are you? Oh, we are we are friends of the abbot. We are on our way to find him. Do you know where he can be found? Yeah, of course. He's in his tower. Oh, thank you. My apologies. I'm sorry to have disturbed you. I'm sorry. What is your name? My name. Yes, I, your name. My name is Borin. And you are, sir. My name's Otto Bellevue. Otto. May I call you Otto? Yes, you may call me my name. Oh. Good. Uh, the abbot, you say, he's in his tower. Yes. Make a deception check. I know you're not going out of your way to be deceptive, but you are yeah, yeah. attempting to True. deceive. True. Ooh. 15 plus 3, 18. 
Well, I when, apologize. That's okay. When did you get here? Oh, just the other day. Who's your tall friend? That old man. Oh, my friend and I. He is a scholar. Right. As myself, I um, am an adventurer. Yeah. We came to look upon the library and talk to the abbot about the history of the lands. Hmm. I was just looking at the books, trying to find some stuff on castles. Okay, well. Not a lot there. Mm. Nice to meet you. Yes, you as well. It turns around. You can see that it has the tail of a donkey as it walks away and shuts the door. What is that? This is Breakdown, Born. God, I can't believe it. You know what, Born? That was fucking gross. That was so, that was one of the sickest things I've ever seen. Oh, oh my God. I feel like I'm going to be sick and like, 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 like a shit and bark. Oh, my God, yeah. I felt like I just saw diarrhea talk to me. Okay, anyway. All right. <laughs> All right, so we start to make our way from the second floor down. Well, as you walk through, as you walk past the cells, right, you do see a, a lot of these same creatures eating lots of food. And at the very end of it, a very tall figure that you can't quite make out, but it looks to be quite huge. That's all we get. It's just a giant thing. We can't really make it out. Yeah, it's right around the end there. Okay. It's many, many feet away, like almost 100 feet away. It just looks like it's doing its duties. So as you walk by that, you basically, you have a courtyard and you have... Um, this figure. I'm assuming you're like not being, once you didn't see it, you're... Yeah, once we saw it, I think we're being a bit like, oh, we back up a bit just to make sure, you know, kind of, we don't know what our presence is here yet. I don't want to, I don't know if we go straight up to this thing. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just, yeah, I'm trying to see it, I guess. I see enough to know that it's just big and it's doing its duties. It looks feeding. humanoid. Oh, it's humanoid, okay. It's um, big. It's, yeah, it looks, it looks humanoid. Okay. Very tall, like, it's like... It's maybe compared to these things, it looks like it could be 10 okay. feet tall. Um, there's still some natural light coming in because it, well, it is morning. Wendell uh, is going to kind of hide a bit then in the shadows and just kind of get a little closer to just get a little look. Great. I want to move 50 feet up with a stealth roll. <laughs> Five plus eight is 13. Now, dimly lit. Mm -hmm. Um so you're you're starting. This thing is very. Um, this thing is quite distracted, and it's very very noisy. These guys. It seems like we don't get to eat too often. Just every time the bell rings, however often that is. Uh, as you get closer, you can see that this is some sort of uh, fleshy giant sorts. Some sort of servile. Uh, it's either some kind of. Yeah, it's like a very large human made out of flesh. Okay, so it's much like I guess some of them got. Okay, well I, I'm not sure why I would stand to gain to. Uh, Me neither. So I'm gonna I'm gonna back away. Am, am I even slink into the okay. sides away okay. quickly, turn okay. the ruckus? So what back did you see? What was that thing? I think born that uh, some people got short and. 
some people got fucking huge. It kind of looked like a big flesh golem, just fleshy golem. Oh, disgusting. That's a good word for it, flesh golem. Or does that exist? Well, there are golems made of stone. Nothing's to say that there can't be a golem made of flesh. If we know that this abbot is putting together a body for stride, Strahd, there's nothing saying that he hasn't done it before. Let's go talk to this abbot. Make our way to this abbot. Yeah, so you slink past during that feeding frenzy and creepy. see the open courtyard. You walk across and see the well. Let's keep on. Now remember, place yourself in an advantageous position. I want to make sure that this abbot doesn't get the best of us. Boren takes his axe. He takes it across his hand. He goes, slices his hand. Oh, Boren. No. Place yourself somewhere. I'm going to get this... I'm going to get this conversation with this abbot started. Boren, if, if I may, um, I think... It's a little weak, just a little cut on the hand. Um, I think might, maybe we should, you know, puncture your, uh, I don't know, somewhere on the body, maybe. You've been stabbed. Do you, you want to do this plan? No. Well, I, you have to lay on hands, is all. I do. So why don't we... Uh, yeah, I mean, what's your lay on hands ability? Can you bring yourself from zero to full? No, but I'm not about to puncture myself so I have blood loss, which leads to me not making the right decisions. It's a lack of oxygen, and my muscles go into atrophied. The inside of your body is punctured. You start bleeding internally. Huh? Hemorrhaging happens. Well, so you read... A general would know this. Well, okay. I'm... Let's just hope that... He's gonna bounce out of bed for a cut on a grown man's hand. Indeed. What are you gonna say? I cut my hand. Help yeah. me, Daddy. Help me, Daddy. <laughs> well, it's a fucking childish little game you're playing with the man. You got a cut on the hand. What are you saying? It's you gotta you gotta be in danger. He the hell kind of bluff is a cut on the hand, born? Look. But you don't know about where I cut my hands and I opened this part of the jugular. If I don't close this soon, I could bleed out. Oh. If I go to him, he'll know that. Can you make the blood spray a bit? No. That's gross. <laughs> Born. Born walks away. He just I walks wish you the best of luck with this ruse, Born. <laughs> he starts You're walking towards this on the hand. door or, or chapel or whatever. Gone all soft on me with that sword, born. He knocks on the knocks on the door. Hello. The door creaks open, and you see another Mongol. Ah, this one has uh, two heads, and he's holding the door with this crustacean-like claw. Wow, that he creaks open. Good day to you. Good day to you. I've come into an injury on my left hand here. I wonder if the abbot was around. Perhaps help me. 
I'll go get him. One step. Thank you so much. Um, Wendell, um, does it look like if I were to get up to the window, I could get in covertly? No, you'd have to break it. Just It's the same setup as uh, the other side of the building where you broke through right. with the grappling hook. But I can go up there without breaking the glass? You could try. Is, is there a ledge? There's, uh, a le- there's enough of a ledge, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to try to get up to the ledge. How are you going to do that? I'm going to use my rope in Python. Or Python. Okay. I'm just going to kind of... Roll for, roll for it. So 15. Well, you're not really getting any... Uh, the first throw goes. You get a bit of a hook of it. You pull it back. falls to the ground. Um, does it look like I can climb any of the bricks? Like I said, you can always roll and try. Okay, I would like to try to just see if I can find some footing along the uh, any sort of brick or ledge along so the way climbing, up. climbing, okay. Climbing. All right. Look at my rolls now. You get up uh, 10 feet and uh, you fall. You hit a little snake, a rubble. You take uh, five points of damage. Ooh. Get a little winded again. I can assume he's like a few feet away from me. I'm at the front door waiting for this two-headed crab hand to come back and Wendell's falling off the side of this building. Yeah, while all that has gone on, uh, the, uh, this two-headed beast has has opened the door and uh, has shown you uh, this, a vast wooden table with chairs, a dining room, and you can see uh, this... Blonde-haired, blue-eyed, muscular, young, kind of handsome man in monk's clothing uh, approaches you and motions for you to come in. I go in. I'm holding my hand. Good day to you, sir. Wendell's going to go around to the front and just sort of like, not try not to be known, but listen around the... Seeing, seeing that Bourne has now fully disappeared into the building. Mm-hmm. And he's failed, so he's going to go around to the front and just sort of like lean around the side and be unseen and listen. Gotcha. So the abbot says, uh, "Good to meet you. Where is it that you come from?" Ah, I come from lands far away, to the east. For my journeys have brought me here, and I've heard of your healing powers. As you can see, I've come across a small injury on my hand close to the jugular and if I don't get it healed soon oh dear afraid I I might bleed out we don't see too many uh, dwarves around here no is that right as I said I come from far in the east come on in my friend I can help you ah thank you your name sir I apologize my name is Borin I'm known as the abbot. The abbot. Well, thank you, abbot. Thank you. Let me see that hand of yours. Yes. As you can peer around. Actually, he reaches out towards your hand to heal it. It's quite a fresh wound, and while he does that, Boren makes sure that seconds before he does lay on hands. Boren already has his plan down. Nick just kind of heals in front of him. Yeah, like when. So I want to make sure yeah. Boren times it up when when the abbot thinks he's healing him. 
Boren's actually healing himself. Right, right. So, so, so he grabs your hand, yeah. yeah. Oh, how's that? Uh, Looks better. Much, much better. Mm. Thank you. You're welcome. You have quite phenomenal powers there. Why, thank you. I've been here for hundreds of years. Indeed. Well, happy to have helped. Yes. I'd like you to uh, meet someone. I want your opinion. Oh, really? (laughs) We've only just met. (laughs) Vasilka, come here. Sorry, she doesn't uh, doesn't speak yet. (laughs) Yet. And around the corner, you can see through this light, this window that's lighting her up, you can see this silhouette, a beautiful silhouette of this woman through these moth-eaten bridal clothes, wearing a veil. And she walks up, and he goes, Visuka, please, don't be shy. Say hello. He reaches out and he lifts up her veil to reveal these piercing blue eyes surrounded by muscles, skull and bones, and flesh. And the abbot says, as you can see, her face is not finished yet. I can see. Do you like her? I named her myself Basilka. It means vessel in celestial. Well, uh, it's still a work in progress. That's right. It is up to me to teach her the finer things, how to behave, proper etiquette. But when she's ready, I will be greatly rewarded. Oh, why is that? May I ask who exactly you're <coughs> making this for? I'm making it for the Dark Prince. Ah, Strahd. That's right. I have heard his name before. Do you know him? Only from the tales that I've heard through my journeys of this land. And what do you think? I don't know what to think. I am not here to stay long. I don't like getting in the petty squabbles of the locals. You know what? Maybe you can help me. Oh, I'm just a lonely traveler. I don't know what help I can be to you. (laughs) No, I think you can. Why is that? I think you will. Oh. Really, no. May I ask why? You seem sure of yourself. I helped you during your time of need. You're on my land. This is my building. Well, I will gladly pay you for it, if it is coin you need. I need more than that. I need a face. Would you get it for me? (laughs) I, uh don't know exactly how I could do that. Again, I'm not a surgeon. I'm just a lonely traveler. Oh, don't worry. The surgery will be taken care of. Get you 
a face. That's right. And uh, I'm afraid to ask, but what exactly will you do with this face? I imagine placing it on this vessel that you have here. Yes. Then she'll be complete. So all she's missing is this face. Mm-hmm. You need any old face? Hmm. I have certain preferences. But, um, let me know what you can come up with. Well, I mean, if you're looking for a face, could you not just find one of the bodies around here? Oh, the face needs to be fresh. A fresh face. I understand. It's quite ominous, this ask for. <laughs> I, a stranger, I coming you. in for your help, and I understand a favor for a favor, but I don't possibly know where I could just approach someone and ask them for a face. You could just invite them here. Wouldn't that be more welcoming if you did it? I don't think I have the ability to just ask people to come visit the Abbot of Kresk. You seem like you're a very difficult man. Well, again, I am but a traveler. I don't want to get mixed up with the local ways. I've come for healing help, and I thank you for that. Is that a yes or a no? I'm sorry, my friend, but that will be a no. Hmm. I will keep my eye out, though. If there is anyone who can help you with your missing face. Well, all right, then. It's nice to meet you. Hey. And you. We're throwing a little bit of a dinner later. I suggest you come along. Join me tonight. Hey. Well, perhaps if I can make time. Do you know when this uh, delivery is to be made? I guess you can't really give this vessel to his Lord Strahd before it has a face. Is he arriving any time soon? He'll be coming to see the progress. I've been I... working on it for months. Well, she still needs a few lessons to be taught. Right. Well, again... The face would go a long way. A long way for all of us. A long way? How do you mean by that? Well, Strahd is married. His curse will be lifted. Will it now? I believe so. You know quite a bit about this man. I guess you've been here for years. You know him quite well, don't you? Hundreds. My word. If I may, you look wonderful for your age. What keeps you looking so young? <laughs> I guess it's just genetics. <laughs> Indeed. Well then, Abbot. My thank you again. Oh no, thank you. I plan to be in the area, so... If, when night falls, I'm around, I will certainly take you up on your offer, join you for the feast at night. I hope you do. Good day, sir. Good day.
Born turns around, walks out. You're able to walk out, and that big uh, crustacean-like hand closes the door. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming by. He sees you, Wendell. Wendell starts like walking up to him right away. Born. This man needs a face. So that he's making just some abomination, some golemy wife yeah. without a face. Yeah, he's already made that. She has like a nice profile, but up upon closer inspection, she there's like no stitching face. on her hands Ugh. and everything. Her whole body. She's like uh, Sally from yeah. uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, she's like a Franken Franken lady. She's all gross. So born is like, well. I wasn't about to get in with it, but that man, he told me that he needed a face. Yeah, I heard. I don't understand. He said that if he could bring someone here, I can only imagine he would do dark, dastardly things to someone. He looks like a beautiful young man, but his insides are rotten to the core. I know what face Strahd would like. I, for all I know, he already has that face. Irina was missing at the Blue Water Inn. Uh, Wendell is going to go to the graveyard. So you're going to walk past the gates? Sure. Okay, you walk past another couple Mongol guards. They don't really say too much since you're exiting the area. You're able to walk by uh, the gravestones and glance over them. What uh, what you see is they all have the last name uh, Bellevue. Born kind of kind. You're looking for Sergey's grave. I guess, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, you haven't seen anything like that. Okay. Born comes up from behind window. Any clues? No. Born. Strahd's gonna be here in like a day. He is. This abbot is looking for something. This is the only lead we have to go on. Yeah, he's looking for a face. He's gonna finish this body. Why don't we just get him a face, Born? Just give him your face. Let me give him your face. This face is old, born. My face wouldn't work on that. Yeah, your face is ugly. Yeah. Esmeralda? Well, we're not that type of people. No. We need her and her friend, Von Richten. This is a tough call, my friend. Well, who cares? Why don't we just see what happens? He doesn't get the face. Doesn't get the face. And then... Von Richten seems like he could help us. As well. Yeah, but he's... We know that Esmeralda is looking he? for him. I don't know. Did it look like there was a lot more in this tower? Not much. It was a big open hall with a dining room in the middle. It's about it. You know what, know what we could do? What's that? 
nobody's at Ravenloft right now. You then double back, surprise him on his own turf. Get to know the lay of the land, see where his ancestors are buried, come up with a battle plan. We know he can teleport, though. What's to say that he teleports back home while we're on our way? We don't know how far or how long he can teleport. That's true. We're in a rock in a hard place, my friend. As you guys are standing there, um, you see the abbot actually turn the corner, and he's approaching you. He says, Boron, is that right? Aye. You didn't tell me you were here with a friend. Who is this? Uh... I'll uh, let him introduce uh, himself. Yeah, I'm, well, we're together. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations, Ratborn. Thank you. A fellow traveler like myself. He was hesitant to come in because he was a bit frightened by the people that inhabit your place. Guess it's hard to find a face around here. <laughs> My friend Boren told me you're looking for a face, and, uh, well, we feel obliged to keep an eye out for a pretty little face for our favorite uh, vampire. Um, <clears throat> we'll t- keep a lookout for a face. Is that true? You said you weren't going to do that. Well, <laughs> he's a man of, uh, <clears throat> of, uh, man, the golden straw is strong today. Um, we'll, we'll keep an eye out. What do you want from us? We just said we'll keep an eye out. It's not every day you get asked to, for, to uh, find a face to take off of somebody. Well, I will say this. It's, I'm it's, not it's interested in taking a face. This man is... As an adventurer, he's quite up for anything. He might be the man you're looking for. Are you defying me on my own property? Oh, absolutely I am. Oh, no. Barn, no. hold on a second here. The fact that you're asking for a face makes you a sick individual. Now, you may be cursed, and at that point, maybe I might find some compassion, but you haven't confessed that. You just seem like a big piece of shit. So absolutely, I spit on this land. And, and uh, Wendell spits down at his feet. <laughs> <laughs> so be it. The abbot steps back. And he's got the backdrop of this castle around him. And all of a sudden, these wings sprout out through his robe. These huge white wings. And, uh, he's going to attack you, rolling his shit. Who goes, Wendell? I fucking hate you. This concludes another episode of Dwarven Moss. If you'd like to support us, consider joining our Patreon, or buy us a coffee. Leave us a comment, or ask a question, and we'll answer it on one of our episodes of Talking Moss. Dwarven Moss is presented by the Sonar Network.